Greetings. I'm Curtis Joseph. This is In Depth. Homelessness. The ongoing epidemic. Whenever you go downtown and wherever you are, you always see homelessness. It has no preference in age. It can happen to anybody at any time if they're not careful. But when you look at people who are actually homeless, you see them there by choice and not by choice. We don't know what their situations were, what that got them to that state, but they are there. They are visible for us to see. Many of us are sympathetic, empathetic, and indifferent. What permeates in our society is indifference. That side glance, that chuckle amongst our groups, that stern look, that smile, the sadness in our eyes, seeing another human being sleeping on a heated girder, having folded tents, ragged jumpers, trousers, hats, scoffed up hands with scars, charcoal looking feet, saran wrap, wrappings from McDonald's. When you see this, we can only but wonder what would it be like if you were in their state. It's a god-awful feeling that I hope we never do. But the rising epidemic of homelessness, it seems to never change with each passing year. I heard recently that um, that a thousandth person died of homelessness just in Toronto because of the winter. It's sad. That is really sad. Like, that should never be. No human being, no matter what their state in life is, have to live homeless. And the fact that it is it's amazing that as us as human beings, we are not doing enough to contribute based on our choices that we entertain to be a benefit to the world, to helping people the best that what we can. Yes, because many of us can say and look to the system like, how come the system is not doing enough to get these people off the street permanently? Yes, by choice, there are some people that choose to be on the streets and do not contribute to the system because they were probably contribute to the system at one point and got fed up and said, you know what, I had enough of this. And there are probably those who are probably chuckling and looking at these people who are part of the system and saying, look at these people, they're doing the rat race. You know, they're not going anywhere. I don't have to be a part of it. So I'm going to stay here and do it. And granted it's true, as much as that's a generality, you can't pass that by and not think that because because who knows because they're probably living the life and i'm not going to fault them because they ha we all have the birthright of choice choice of benefit and choice of abuse but that being said when to see the state of homelessness wherever we go downtown especially downtown in any section there are people that, when you look into their eyes and you give them the time today, some of them don't actually want to be there. 
some of them probably actually want to contribute to society and have a better life than they had before. Now, giving people that are homeless the time of day, granted, is a choice whether you give thought to basically, well, am I going to do this in a moment am I, and the people around me are going to ostracize me? Often enough, that does happen, especially a massive crowd of people that see an individual taking the time out of their day to walk into some person that's seated on a heated girder nearby a bus stop and walk up to them, give food out of their bag or the food that they bought maybe just 10 minutes ago and give it to them while also maybe giving them $20 or $50. And there'll be people like wondering with that look and you can feel it. It's like, why did you do that? Like, why did you contribute to giving that money? Like, the thing is that as high as that it is to generalize, like, you don't know why... You know why the reason of that that dollar amount that denomination was given to that person you would think that maybe the person didn't have to need to use that money but if they have it in their means in that moment to give them like you know then like it doesn't matter the denomination that they gave to them the fact is that they gave in that money to the person but they created a conversation they created a spark with that person is really what matters and to be ostracized, yeah, there are going to be times you, people are going to be ostracized for things that basically someone will just glance and do and say, well, well I, I could have done that. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is that person did it and you didn't. And we can't be on a soapbox and judge people for things that we could do in the exact same moment, but you didn't make the choice to do it, to connect with that human being, especially in a situation such as homelessness. You know, it's, and it can go and it can go alongside like charities, like food banks or anything like that. You were there, you committed, you made a choice to entertain, to want to be responsible for the thing that you wanted to commit it to, to further human beings, states, people that you may know and may not know. And to a higher degree, it's often the case of people that we don't know. So just yesterday, I was watching the news and and I didn't want to watch any other news basically at all. Um, the particular station I was watching was CBC. Is that um, uh, the Rosedale Valley Bridge basically? And there was a gentleman that was being interviewed regarding being evicted from that area, and he was like one of three people left that hadn't moved, and there was a fire that took place this past weekend on a Saturday. And he was committed to wanting to stay there. He did not want to be in a shelter. I've come across people, uh, homeless people in my time, in my life, basically, that uh, I've spoken to that when I've given my own food to them that I bought, when I've given them $20, sometimes even $25, if I know I'm not going to need that money to use it, uh, you know, I never make that decision to basically, it's like, oh, well, okay, I'm weighing it, like, should I give it to them? No, it's just like, I, I know most of the time that I'm giving the money to them, I know I'm not going to need it. So when I do, I give it to them. But to bring this in, in connection to that gentleman, uh, 
uh, from yesterday's report that I saw in the news is that that same type of statements were made that the people that I've met, that they were content and committed to being in where they are. They didn't want to be in shelters because they felt that they were not safe. And when I and I can't compare people to other people they're just based on the fact of like because they're in that same state, they share that same mentality. The fact is that the people that I met, they felt living life to the fullest. They were content. I don't know their true backstory of like how they got there, but they were content in the moment and going forward. And in that, they always had that resolve with um, with a pet that they have, like a dog. You know, there were people I met that didn't have a dog, but you know, most of the time, I see them having a dog. And the dog looks like it's like four to five years, you know, uh, four to five years of age, sometimes seven years old. And they're blissfully happy. They they are content to be where they are. And and it's interesting that most of them that I've met, they give that sage, you know, proverbs sayings at times that you know that you would have gotten in you know um, in school or your your uh, a distant relative of yours would pass this off, asking you how you're doing, and you're looking for that advice and you're not getting that answer and then in a serendipitous fashion they give it to you and you're like yes that's what i needed i needed to know that not that i wanted to know it i needed to know that so given them the time of day so when you're walking down the street and you're giving the time of the day to people that are homeless it's nothing to pity you should never pity them because we like we could be in that state we never know what's going to be around the corner that next week that could get us to there. God forbid that we should ever get there, but we never know. When you strip away all the materialism that we have, we have nothing but us as individuals, first and foremost, and we have the connections of the people that we grew up with that brought us into the world. Our parents, yes, but the friends and relatives and um acquaintances i mean like the people that we come that comes in our that are in our circle is what i'm saying when we have these people it's the greatest bond that we can have because it's connection that face-to-face skin-on-skin contact that connection that could be never replaced in this world so when you connect to people that are homeless and you give a commitment in that moment of five minutes ten minutes to talk to these people and you're committed to giving currency to them and and a bit of food and you and you could feel the glares of force of people staring you down or looking at you and you hear the chuckles from you know from people who who don't have the life experience to understand you know what they're what you're doing in your engagement but they they just want to ostracize you that's them let them think that let them be indifferent because you know what there's going to be a coming a point of time when they're going to cross paths with someone that's going to need help and they're going to have to make that monumental choice of am i going to be effective in this moment to help you and not think it's a catch like okay i'm giving it to them like okay what's the catch because often enough we have that too much in our society when we're helping out other people whether it's in a store and they need a quarter and they don't have enough to pay for um their their item you drop down a quarter you say nothing and you go about their business and they're like looking at you as if like who are you to do that like that life is too short for that that nonsense 
just like it is when we're going out and helping out somebody that's in need. Again, like we could be in that state as well. There's nothing different between us and them. There is nothing. There is no, it's all about us. There is no versus when it's that. It's we're connected. We are all connected. Yes, we have that state of individuality in the human condition. But when it comes at a higher awareness of it, we are all connected. And at any point in time, the roles can change. It depends on our choices or on what we are mindful about. And all actually in all our choices what we are mindful about. So it's strange. Like a band-aid solution cannot resolve the, the epidemic of homelessness. It has to change. More contributions have to begin. An interval stay at a location for like a shelter is not going to help somebody get them off the street, especially if they want to stay permanently off the streets. And to constantly hear death and death over and over because of the elements that it's killing people who never wanted to be there, especially when they never wanted to be there. They shouldn't have to be there. And when people who choose to be there, they in themselves, they don't have to stay there as well. They could stay in a sheltered place because, I mean, if they want to keep their, in, if they want to maintain their independence and not be a part of the, the societal state of um, the system, then that in itself, they should be provided like that. I mean, like to call them out and saying that being lazy, we, you know what, we were mindful of what we do as individuals when it comes to going out um to get a job or career meaning that you know um connecting mutually with a potential significant other and actually being significant others to being married to you know uh watching children you know there are people who have children grow up you know like like that it's like we commit to that we we charge to, to be entertained with those responsibilities to do that and we have and, and that's in place itself. We can be charged to have the responsibility to commit, to give the time of the day to people who that are homeless that either which way choose to or didn't choose to be in the state. Now, I'm saying this as just a suggestion. And to be mindful of it, and, as, and I say this to you, is that always be mindful of that, that at any point in time, around the corner of a week from now or two weeks from now whatever it is we have to be mindful of what we manifest in terms of that manner because at any point in time in that that in that road that is ahead of us that we are not sure of the events that are to come that could happen to us slowly but gradually and and we have to be mindful of that as much as much as us as a society and societies want progressive change to see betterment for people, whether it's in protests, you know, to get people off the streets or wherever you're fighting for. It, it's like it comes to this as much as you're fighting, for, as much as there are those that fight for uh, injustice, uh, to fight against injustice. The thing is, is this is that. The suggestion is made that basically by those who basically who want to see you know, this type of epidemic and the Band-Aid solution conversation has got to stop. I mean, it has got to stop in the sense of basically if we're going to move forward to change it, we've got to make better 
suggestions in the conversation of and, and, and result to deciding what is it going to take to basically get people that are in a homeless state off the streets so that everybody's living their fullest vibrant life. Now I say again, the people that I've, I've encountered personally is probably shared with many people that we I have not met yet and yourself or, who, or whoever's listening to this, that is, that is encountered or not encountered. That is probably living to the fullest based on being out of the system, being content, homeless. But I say this, it's like as much as that is, is fair and, and rightly so for them, as long as they're in a safety place, that's all that matters. What I'm not proposing or, or even uh, factually saying that, yeah, all of us, you know, every day of our lives should be Superman or Supergirl, you know, to these people. But to making a bit of difference to acknowledging every, you know, acknowledging the human being by saying hi to them, you know, that is probably enough to, you know, to acknowledge that, you know, this person didn't know them. They took the time of day to say hi, say hi to me. That is enough because you're acknowledging another human being. You're not. You're acknowledging a spiritual being who's having this human experience, and and is probably thinking that it's a dreadful thing that they're experiencing. But you know what? It's that is enough. You brought light into their life. You in that moment, those five minutes, whether it's a minute, five minutes, ten minutes, or even fifteen minutes, if you're not in a rush to do the next thing that you're moving towards in your you know, in the agenda of the day that you've created for yourself. But the homeless epidemic, uh, this has been happening for centuries and centuries. And as progressive and sophisticated as our society is, and you, we could say it's a golden age that we were living in, a new golden age that we were living in, that, you know, the thing that doesn't change about the human condition is the certain elements of selflessness and selfishness. Now, I include myself in this as well. So as I say this throughout this whole podcast, I include myself in everything that I'm factually saying, basically. I hold to it. But again, it all comes down to the choices we make to connect, to have that face-to-face, skin-on-skin contact in the immediacy of that connection with that person and in terms of the conversation, the dialogue that we have with them. Knowing a little bit about them in terms of like, what do they need? How can I help you? It's not pity unless you choose to see it as pity towards them. But the moment you do that, switch it. I say, I say that as a suggestion. suggestion. Switch it around. Put yourself right there where that person's sitting. Don't put yourself, see yourself like in their clothes, in their shoes. No, switch it around. You're wearing what you have on you in that moment. And you're there with them. And the means that they have is what you don't have. And you're trying to figure out how to get it out of that. You know, we're not that, none of us are that different. So that is my suggestion. The homelessness epidemic I find in Toronto, um, it's, it's got to change. It's really got to change. I can only speak for the city. I can only imagine what it's like in New York. I can only imagine what, I mean, I've heard horror stories that, uh, in, I think it's West Los Angeles, or I might be wrong in that, but I've heard in a part of Los Angeles that, that it's worse. It's really bad. But, you know, 
that's there. This is here. I'm not condemning it. I have no place to judge that. I'm not sitting on the fence of that. It's just a fact. If I have nothing to, to further that in that information, I will not talk about it. But in Toronto, as you go about your business and you see this, you see that, hey, my, my suggestion is to you is that basically give that person the time of day that you see. If it's not going to give money and it's not going to give, you're not going to give um, food to them or you don't or you don't have the means to and in terms of the both of them, create a conversation, create a spark. Give them the time of day to at least talk to them for, you know, even five, just a minimum of five minutes if that's what you can commit to. If it's 10 minutes at most, hey, good on you. But that spark, that creation of spark, if you do it once a week and we meet like three people that are like that, you made a world of difference in their lives. Our society has come so far in cultivation. But one thing that doesn't change is the behavior of the human condition within it in terms of the pre-selection of like what's intruding in our lives and like, okay, well, like, is there benefits to his yes we have to weigh that but like when it comes to people that are in that state we ever cannot think there's a gimmick and it's like if we judge them entirely that we think we we have them on the dime we think that we know what they're going on we're a huge at fault because we're we're massively judging someone we do not know their path of life right and certainly not be can we call them out and say that basically they're judging us like basically on how we dress and like you know you know the moment we utter and we start talking is the moment that people start judging you, right? So, why judge somebody that basically is on the street, sitting around the corner at a Starbucks or a Pizza Pizza or, you know, at some food delicatessen, any place like that where basically people congregate to eat food or have beverages and judge them based on the fact is, is that you know they want they're there they want to be noticed whether they have a um, a cardboard sign a placard you know um, they have the baseball hat out they have a you know a coffee cup on the ground and they they have the passion to look people in the eyes as they pass them to ask for money or they look at the ground and they're looking at that cup hoping that basically people will dump coinage into it. These people are important. Our investment in time for that five minutes to acknowledge them, not out of sympathy, but out of the human condition, that face-to-face, skin-on-skin contact of that connection is really important because we could be that, that at any point in time, that could happen to us. Our situations can change. We are no different from the people that we pass by that we acknowledge or we are indifferent about or if we commit to connect that connection we get judged by those people and thinking oh well like why did they do that like why did you know and, and that's true you can't please everybody and, and and in that state you shouldn't have to please everybody because the what is the service to that to other people that that doesn't make any sense this should not make it, it's nonsensical right so what i want to bring about is this is that basically in the service of helping another spiritual human being, a spiritual being who, in the human condition form, is to help them. It's to connect, connect in that short time, or connect in, in a way that will bring a light to their day, 
it's not temporal because it's mean if they have given up on humanity and that's why they're out of the system and then they're like okay fine like oh this these people will feel sorry for me god knows what these people think because i'm sure there's a share of people that have thought that but yes as again as much as anybody that hears this thinks it's a generalization there is a truth in that because it's existing out there that's some one man's thought of like creating it and like okay well the whole mass has to think it's a fact it's been permeated this is our society this is the culture that creates this and our culture can be is great in the sense that there's inclusion with that inclusion there's also an there's also there's also empathy and intolerance and an apathy so I always wonder if that. It, 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 so it seems to me when I when it comes to that indifference, I'm always looking at it it's like, do they have apathy at the same time for that? And it seems to be the case that it's one and the same, like they bleed into each other. You know, it's not about fighting. When you fight, you when you're fighting it, you're resisting. You should be going through it to change it. To collectively together all of us in society whatever means that we can help without worrying about a catch in return helping people in the best way possible because when we're living a life I, I it is permeated that basically believe that people do want to live to a higher sense of like a higher place of life like a higher like a, um, a higher place of awareness basically but often we come down to when it comes to these injustices that it's such as like this but what i'm saying is that we can always be in that state if we are giving light to other people by giving our time even if they're never going to be there's a solid committed connection in the long haul with them like our friends and families and you know acquaintances are if we can shed a light and we say meet two or three people out of week maybe four who knows that you know that we pass by on the street and there and um, we can be of service to them by talking to them for five minutes or you know you've bought food and you give it to them or you can go and just buy a donut and coffee and give it to them something healthy for them to eat or so that is enough because if they remember you and you pass by them the next time and it surprises you that's brilliance or if it's if you're not surprised by it and like you engage to help them again and that's the connection you want and it goes to that only that type of form of relationship then you know more power to you but life is too short when it comes to the fact of this indifference of when you see people like that that are risking their lives to be in a, in this situation where they can get harmed not only by the elements that could get harmed by people that they don't know and and if we are a society that's in inclusion, then the constant hurt has got to stop in the sense of this indifference, right? This apathy for, like, if you're not closely connected with my circle and I'm passing by you, why should I give a care about you? That's doing, you've done more harm to yourself than you have, you know, you're doing harm to the person. You're just going to inflict upon the person how you feel internally towards them with that apathy, with that indifference. Where they only want your time for that short amount of time. Could you, of acknowledgement of like, like, hi, could you help me out? Like, so 
does i'm not saying it should be always that you like you know every like every 10 people you should be doing no if you have the time to do that more power to you more power to you but indeed life is short life is short to do the things that we we can't do in a day that we have to has to go overhaul into the next day and the next day and the next day a day of reborn to do something new do new things carry over from the old thing to do into new thing intermingling into new things connections with the people that you know connections with the people that you don't know yet that's going to be a benefit to you as to them in connection but you're gaining you're both gaining mutually a relationship that is of a benefit where there's value being brought that is genuine and mutual I understand it's not always the case, but we live in times that basically empathy is being cried out for in terms of this. And the indifference of seeing homelessness, it's got to end if the human condition wants to really progressively move forward as far as our beautiful planet that is terra firma. We can do it. We all can do it. We can contribute. It's just a matter of the time that we put in, the time we care to put in, the time we make to have. Because everybody's important. Even the people we pass by on the street and they're on the ground sitting on some makeshift box begging for change. We could be them. And they could be us. It all comes down to the choices we make to make our society better. And if we and if we make the choices of continuing to have indifference to when we see these people and ostracize the people who commit to help them in that moment in time, then what does that say? What does that say about the human condition? Us as spiritual beings in the human condition in that moment really don't care really say well <laughs> you know what it's like uh, they're idiots for giving you know see that's where life is too short to be ostracizing people who help and then maybe secretly these people who ostracize other people are secretly helping other people but they don't want other people to know and I'm, and I'm sure of that that actually happens but it's just oftenly doesn't get spoken about because they don't want to be judged you know and I always think about that in myself too, where basically I see people helping out and that's on their ownness. And I don't compare myself to like, oh, I'm going to maximize and I'm going to do double uh, one up. No, because there's that's enough as it is this one upmanship in our society. But that's another story. If we can commit to make change authentically and effectively, let's not think about the catch about what we're going to get out of it. Let's hope that all that benefit goes to the people that are out there who by choice are not by choice they're important as us we are them and they are us we are all connected and as a society we have to care about each other as much as we can as adults in in the commitment we can afford and want to make the time to each other so remember, 
Life is short. Always live it to the fullest.